This is OD Stream with your host, Danny. And Omar. And today, what are we doing? We're doing the the five bloods. Yeah, which uh, neither of us, well, I guess I, we kind of knew uh, what it was about in a sense, but um, I didn't really do much research besides for four guys go back to vietnam for some reason <laughs> for old guys <laughs> yeah uh and yeah I, I remember like um i didn't watch the trailer until maybe yeah, like th- this past week okay because i've been like trying to search for things to watch yeah because i don't know it just hasn't been really much good television and i refuse to watch the outer banks but uh, <laughs> <laughs> when i first heard the the five bloods i thought it was something completely different just by the name yeah, uh, I, I like the use of the word "duh." Da, very <laughs> uh, big fan of that one. Yeah, which could confuse some people, but uh, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah. Really, all I knew that it was, um, like I said, for for old guys go back to Vietnam for some reason, and it's directed by Spike Lee. So I was like, all right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like Spike. Um, you know, some some of his not all of his movies, but I liked some of his movies, which you know we'll talk about um, later on, but. Uh, yeah, so quick summary of the movie um, for African-American vets. Um, they're vets of the Vietnam War. They basically go back to Vietnam to recover the bo- the remains of their fallen leader, uh, Storm and Norman. Yeah. Um, and, but at the same time, they're also, which you find out like during the movie, like right, almost right away, but um, Storm and Norman actually found like a caseload of like gold bars which were like vietnamese government i think held uh gold bars and uh they buried it so they're going back for the gold as well and the remains but yeah which uh, is kind of funny because like uh they were like carrying it on on their back later on in the film and i'm like man i guess i don't know if they thought about how how these like older guys are gonna carry like hundreds of pounds of gold on their back that's actually something i thought about too when uh when it showed like all the all the scenes of them just like keeling over like oh man we need to take a break i'm like man i'm out of shape i'm like wait weren't you guys preparing for this for like 15 years or something like yeah yeah like if uh if this if uh paul's son david wasn't there Oh yeah, like he was basically like the pack mule. I think they would have had to leave like half of it behind, right? Like, <laughs> it, it's funny too because it kind of reminded me of um, th- our first uh, podcast we did with uh, I forget the name, but oh, the, Triple Frontier, uh, yeah, Triple Frontier. Um, yeah, the, the, the whole like kind of like setup kind of reminded me of that. That's why you know, obviously, spoiler alert. But when the one guy steps on the landmine, I was like expecting it a lot earlier. <laughs> well. Yeah, uh, well, because he was walking backwards for like 10 minutes. And once he started walking backwards and like having that monologue, like I was like, he's going to blow up (laughs) or get shot in the head or something. Yeah, well, I initially thought he was going to blow up when they uh, they first start finding the gold because one of the main things was that like they thought they actually lost the gold and lost like the commanders or the location of the commander. I'm just going to say leader, but... um, they thought they lost the location of the leader and the gold because something happened like a mudslide or something or yeah, the, yeah. the mud, was... the mudslide, like, like resurfaced, like the tail end of the plane that the gold was in. So they were able to like figure out where it was. 
but um, all the gold was kind of scattered in a different location. So they started finding it with like a mine detector. And I'm like, oh man, someone's going to step on a mine. Like, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. And the, the graphics were pretty good there. Uh, as far <laughs> as, um, <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this, poor, poor Eddie, but, uh, <laughs> but let's uh, talk about, so um, this was directed by Spike Lee. It was based off um, an original script um from someone else i think they were planning on making this in 2013 like there was like a screenplay that was out there but um no one was cast or anything yeah uh, but the original screenplay was um it was just supposed to be like four vietnam vets they were just supposed to be like white guys okay and um they were the whole idea of that was just to go back and find a buried treasure f- find the buried gold so a uh, spike got it he m- made them four african americans yeah finding the remains of someone of their leader plus the gold so yeah. um, I think Spike's idea was definitely a lot better because <laughs> I feel like the the other one would have just been like um, I don't know triple like, frontier yeah, triple frontier with <laughs> four <laughs> old guys going for gold which you know to be fair could have been entertaining as well but um, it could have been yeah and, and it's weird too because I had like very conflicting feelings about this movie because and we talked a little bit before we started but uh, even like the opening I don't know five minute intro. Joe's like pretty graphic and not great scenes. And, um, you know, with everything going on in the world right now, it's, it's kind of hitting too close and you're like, Oh, this sucks. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the, 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 yeah, the war scenes weren't, weren't pretty. Yeah. Um, and, um, but then, you know, throughout the movie, it had like, it was pretty funny. Like it opens up with them all like catching up and reminiscing. And then like the next scene is them like walking through a club, like, also like all four of them side by side like clap like you know doing like the soul train like going yeah through yeah I, like, oh, man, i kind of want to go through uh clubs like that yeah <laughs> i felt like the characters definitely went through like a roller coaster ride during the whole movie right which was kind of cool because uh i thought they casted pretty well but uh um, yeah yeah like like you said like in the beginning of they're all jolly and like even like during the they have their down moments but then yeah. it goes back up and then they have their down moments, especially with Paul. He was like all over the place. Yeah. Um, and I think Paul's character at least made the most sense too, because, you know, you find out later that not only did the, their leader, who they all kind of like looked up to and kept them like sane pretty much while they were there. Um, he was actually like the reason he died because he shot him by accident trying to save him. Yeah. And then um, I guess no one else knows that besides him. So he's been carrying that kind of guilt like yeah. you know i forget the how long it's been um since that happened and to the present day and stuff but um yeah so his character kind of made sense you find out later he's like suffering from ptsd and just and i think the his uh his wife died during childbirth for the son uh what's the name D- david, david i think right? yeah. yeah so like paul's character definitely made a lot of sense throughout the well uh, as you get further along in the movie um but yeah, all the characters, even when like shit was going down, they were just kind of like, they had their lows, but then they'd be like cracking jokes and going like, gee. Yeah. <laughs> I, they almost had um, like a, a thing about them that if they died, like they were okay with that, right? Like they were yeah. just like, you know, they, they especially at the end in the final battle, right? They're just like, all right, like gear up like whatever you know yeah, <laughs> if, it, think, if it goes down it goes down and i think they did mention that when they um when they finally like got to the jungle to like actually go to um to get the gold and the remains and stuff they i forget who said it but they kind of acknowledged like we might not be coming back 
Um, which, yeah, it seemed like there were just four dudes who were kind of okay with the fact that they may or may not die out there. But. Yeah. And trying to have a good time, but yeah. <laughs> Dude, that 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 opening scene though, where they were like walking through the club, and I'm just like, what? What kind of movie? Like, I don't know what to expect. Me um, either, me either. Yeah, like at first, because they were, uh, it started like you said, the heavy opening, and then you know it jumps right into <laughs> these four guys that seem like they're just having a great time. Yeah. Uh, the one guy, what's his name? Um, uh, Melvin. Um, he's like always has a drink in his hand, right? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, good old Jolly Melvin. Yeah, I'm he, like, I'm like that's how I would be, like just <laughs> having a drink in my hand the whole time, you know. But um, right, so just, I guess quick. Uh, so Round Tomatoes is ninety two percent. Okay. Okay. Uh, IMDb six point nine. Metacritic is eighty one. Uh, Google users though eighty two percent. It's actually our Ooh, lowest Google lowest, reviewed yeah. movie out of the last I, I, three. I will. I will say I did look a little bit at the IMBD uh, reviews, um, mostly the like the user reviews, which were funny, <laughs> and like <laughs> it, it skewed from like people who are either kind of racist or people <laughs> who just like didn't really understand like the like the the timeline, which I had a little trouble too. Like one of them was, "Wait, I don't get like I, I don't get how how old anyone is in this movie." <laughs> He's like the, the 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 Vietnam lady was is supposed to be seventy, but she looks like she's forty. But then the daughter looks like she's in her thirty, and they're like, uh, "Hey man, yeah. I mean, she ages well, but she that, definitely that was true. older though. She wasn't forty. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, people are gonna pick it apart. I mean, I think I think the casting was fine. I think the age, everyone's age was appropriate. What What do you think about the um? A young face when they put on the <laughs> well the, well actually they didn't really do too much young face because um i think they did like very little makeup because the whole idea was for them to look the same yeah so that way it's kind of like the way they interpret the flashback yeah which um, i th- which i actually like i thought it was cool to do I that i like that yeah. it's, it's even it's even more like entertaining to have like Clearly, all of the, and all of the actors, the four guys are in their sixties. I think one of them is in their seventies um, or early seventies. But then you have, you know, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman, Boseman. Yeah, who's like I think thirty three or something. <laughs> so he's like clearly he looks like their son. You know, it's, yeah, it's so <laughs> funny. I, I like that because um, so like all the flashback scenes, uh, yeah. it almost had the like it had the seventies like late sixties like real the, the filter footage. kind of thing yeah. yeah it almost looked like a black exploitation film right yeah. even like some of the action scenes like it felt like over the top because that's how they remembered it right yeah. well, even- and storm and norman with the zoom ins and he's like <laughs> you know just talking all that like black panther stuff like, yeah it was he, was, perfect. he was good um but yeah i did actually like that when they had like that weird uh yeah the filter like like you said it, it, it's funny too because it kind of reminded me definitely different tone but if you think about it not entirely but it kind of reminded me of like tropic thunder honestly in some parts where it's like you know <laughs> if they weren't trying to act like they were in a movie you know? yeah yeah the flashback scenes definitely had that like feel right like it was kind of uh kind of funny like and over, over the, the top, top a little bit yeah yeah, which I think that's what they were going for because they tried to make Storm and Norman look like he was, you know, like a stud. And yeah. especially that one scene where he had the grenade launchers and just blowing everyone <laughs> up, clearing the jungle. Um, yeah, I mean, Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah. Like, and, and he's sitting on like the palm tree, like 
throne. Oh, they they take the <laughs> picture of him. It's like yeah. he he was a god, and it's like <laughs> and with the gun up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, um, do you think uh, this movie came out at the perfect time right now? <laughs> with the way everything, I think Spike Lee I, got lucky with the timing. I mean, not lucky because yeah, everything's <laughs> shit. You know, fortunately, uh, you know, yeah. they for a perfect time for this movie means uh, you know, mass Just protests, the, uh, uh, African Americans being killed on the street but yeah it's um yeah without getting too involved into that it's definitely uh unfortunate times hopefully it means like we'll change for the better uh going forward but uh yeah as far as the movie like you know yes and no like i think it's 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 relevant in a sense to the like you know i, I think the undertones they were going for is like the just how America takes advantage of, you know, at this point, African-Americans, but also just minority and kind of disenfranchised people, you know, like, yeah. so the timing's definitely very relevant and it's going to be a popular movie. I think it's already number one on Netflix as far as uh, streaming. Um, oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. They, they had, a, they definitely had a couple things in there that, um, you know, make you realize, which like you said, like how the country kind of takes advantage of minorities, uh, you know, the history of african-americans in this country especially but um like they had that one line where it was you know the the amount of african-americans in the war oh, are like 33 yeah. percent um like how does that make sense if you guys are only the pop, like 11 percent of the u.s population uh, yeah uh, stuff like that um they had the the one scene where it was like the one of the historic scenes i forgot who was the speaking but they were saying mm-hmm. like Oh, uh, you know, like we went to World War One, like we went to World War Two, like we didn't get shit. Yeah. Um, like you expect us to go to Vietnam and what we'll come back for police brutality. And then, you know, that's being filmed I yeah. think, like late sixties. And, and you're thinking, like, holy shit, like it's the still same the same shit, thing. Man. It's the same shit. And you know, it's 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 definitely uh, unfortunate and hopefully, you know, we're with people being quarantined and stuff for a while, like I feel like it's definitely bringing a lot more light to all the bad shit going on because people aren't busy and like, you know, as busy and can like kind of pay attention to it. Yeah. It's kind of crazy uh, that it took a pandemic for, um, I guess a better way to say is like for white people to pay attention, (laughs) kind of like for nothing else to be going on for, (laughs) for people uh, to realize that, uh, (laughs) some football player taking a knee isn't bad. Yeah. (laughs) It's not the worst thing that could happen to like, the yeah. world or the sport or whatever and you yeah. know speaking of sports man, how you how you hold an open no basketball stuff uh it's more, a little rough i more think the, the players are talking about uh backing out of it oh okay because uh they're, they're trying to be like in with the social reform and all that yeah, stuff because yeah. they were supposed to start playing july 30th okay or 31st but i don't know i think it's i mean me i'm being selfish because i want basketball <laughs> but i think it would be better if they go and play because i mean they'll be on television they can speak their mind you know yeah. on a television platform but uh like the player's point it's um it would distract people right what we just talked about right because then people yeah. are just going to be like wait what's going on i just want to ba- watch basketball highlights all day uh, yeah and, and i feel like I'm, I'm i'm a little guilty of uh contributing to like the not paying attention sometimes both for like it's too much sometimes but also i've been watching ufc nonstop because they're the only <laughs> like i already like uh, uh like mixed martial arts events so you but ufc still been going and uh yeah. they, they went like no crowds 
and I've been loving it. So I'm like, I go to, I go to sleep and have like dreams of MMA and stuff tilting people out. So, <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. So that's why like, I'm not, I wouldn't be mad about it if they, um, if they decided not to play, like, you know, I'm being selfish. Obviously I want them to play like, you yeah, said, yeah. but, yeah. but what, what you've been up to the, these last, uh, I think the last one we did was two weeks ago, right? Yeah, um, there were there was a lot going on, so we just kind of decided to skip a week, find something good to watch first of all, too. <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah. Last week was rough. You you uh, been lifting still or what? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh damn! Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, we're on Zoom. Dan yeah, just flex the camera out. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll I'll post that up when I post the uh, the old video too, which I'm having technical difficulties on. But uh, uh, yeah, I actually um been watching a little more anime. And I'm not including, uh, you know, just all the amounts of UFC events I've been watching nonstop <laughs> and highlights and shit. But um, yeah, I actually saw like Baki the Grappler or Baki on Netflix. Okay, yeah, um, I was about to say there was a couple new ones, right, on Netflix. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I saw that it popped up on new releases. Yeah, and to be uh, with the times as well, Baki has Muhammad Ali in it. Oh, know, a living Muhammad Ali with uh, he he somehow overpowers Parkinson's and the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, nice. and and because and you know gets back to like fighting form um so that was weird and entertaining but i'm a, I'm a fan of like alternate universes and shit so i'm down um, oh big and, fan alternate and some universes. other thing i think uh the dragon prince on netflix it's like it's like a kids like maybe anime but it's a netflix original which is kind of cool but yeah other than that what about you uh started running more uh well the last couple of weeks which i didn't really mention but i sent you the my 5k time oh yes yeah. which uh last week yeah yeah surprised myself even but i'm still <laughs> kind of feeling the effects like a week and a half later uh not gonna <laughs> lie uh but yeah just been running a little bit more uh me and a couple of the buddies we've been doing like those uh challenges like who can oh, the, the most carmen ones and stuff. stuff yeah i've been trying to create some new ones just keep everyone uh, a little motivated uh, and have some trash talking going on. But uh, yeah. as far as that, I don't know, man, just kids. We're, <laughs> we're still in like quarantine here where we live. Uh, do you know when you're going back to work? Any idea? No idea. Um, they keep saying like the first of the, of the next month. And that's like three months has passed already. So my boss is kind of like giving up and just saying, I don't know. <laughs> oh, really? So, yeah, but he thinks the earliest probably like August 1st or something. So, okay. Yeah, we'll ours see. is like no <laughs> earlier than Labor Day, like September. 8th. I think they said September eighth would be like the earliest, and that would yeah. be like limited people. Oh yeah, I think because they can't do full capacity or whatever. Yeah. But I'm in yeah, no rush. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I bumped into a like one of the higher ups uh, yesterday, like on a hike, and uh, he was telling me like you know because our building's like eighteen floors, yeah. and they were saying you know it's like one person per elevator. Oh. um so it's like think about that you know i mean there's like 400 <laughs> people just on my floor yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, don't, I don't know how that, that would so work there's just a lot of logistics that i get it man there's a lot involved um i'm happy we're just working from home honestly yeah same and i think uh a lot of people might want to do this from now on because even from people i've been talking to that like hated working from home and i never liked working from home when i was busy yeah but like you're now that you're forced to make it work and like you made it work it's not that bad it's, it's pretty yeah, good it's yeah. like, <laughs> dude and we're uh if people don't know we're in the northeast uh near jersey new york so there's a lot of fucking traffic here <laughs> yeah so not having to deal with that honestly has been like i'm so much happier as a person 
No, same here. Yeah, like uh, you know, your mornings aren't you know spent. You know, you know, by the time you wake up, have breakfast, shower, get ready, and then yeah. drive and get stuck in traffic or however you commute, train, <laughs> yeah. bus, whatever. Uh, that's like two hours of your morning, um, yeah. unless you're lucky and like you work like five minutes away or something. But you know, most people in this area don't, though. You know, most people do have to commute a lot and then you know and then after work you do the same thing so it's uh yeah it's nice being able to wake up you know just roll, like roll sit in your that. house and you know make yourself a coffee or something and yeah, move the mouse a little bit you know <laughs> yeah you know slow days are nice yeah. <laughs> you gotta make sure you're uh, you know i am is that <laughs> make sure you get that uh under 10 minutes uh mouse move you know just in case you know, some, not that we features are like admin controlled <laughs> yeah. so you can't like do any I think one of my coworkers, that was the first thing he texted me. He's like, hey, do you know if there's any way to change the away from keyboard uh, timing? I'm like, dude, no. Like, they have that locked. <laughs> you think you're the first person to, like, cha- not change that? It's but, like, you just realize that now? Like, <laughs> I'm, you obviously know what they're up to, right? Like, well, some of them have it set up where, like, you can change it, but this changes won't actually save. So, like, it says, like, apply, and then it just won't give you an error, but it still doesn't change. Oh, man. I know from rough. experience, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So let's go oh, yeah. back to the movie. So did, did you like the movie? Uh, I, I liked it. It was entertaining. Like, it's just, it was a little heavier than I expected, but like, I don't regret, I don't regret watching it. It was a little long too. I'm not super, I'm not a super big fan of movies that are over like an hour and a half, honestly. Uh, even though I can binge like, like I think I binged the Dragon Prince in like two days, which was like the equivalent of like nineteen hours. But um, yeah, it, it was a little long. But and besides it being just confusing, like the tone, you know, it went from like serious to funny to serious to confused. To, it had a lot of like different fluctuations, but it was entertaining. Like I don't know, I I liked it. It's you know, if it, it has some. It's a little graphic at times and the uh, the subject matter, like don't let it fool you that it's like a comedy or it's going to be like a funny movie or anything. Um, it has its moments, but it's definitely not. It's kind of a heavy movie, especially if uh, like even I imagine even more so if you are like African-American or some of this stuff has hit a little closer to home. Um, yeah. But it's it's a spikely it's a spikely joint, you know. It, it's kind of like what you expect from some uh, one of his yeah, movies. He, he's known to like you know have. I'm not all of his movies. Like I mean, in, Inside Man, for instance, isn't uh, which I have which my, is uh, one of my favorite ones. But, that, yeah, that's uh, I put mine. But that one's not like you know like Crooklyn or you know do, do the right thing. It's <laughs> yeah. heist. But it's actually funny you said that. That uh, yeah, I'm sure it hits at home for other people because um he did a screening. I was reading. He did four screenings before it went out on mm-hmm. Netflix for uh, all African-American Vietnam vets. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, apparently he was saying how like a lot of them like during the movie had to get up and like leave because it, oh. it was like too heavy. I guess some of the flashbacks like he said yeah. and just like other things. I'm sure that maybe what they're feeling that some of the characters in the movie felt. Yeah. Uh, but he was saying like the reception from those guys like was pretty positive. Like everyone said, it was like a great movie, so that gave him like the confidence to like you know keep it because he was saying if they thought it was bad, he wouldn't he, have like. I mean, I don't know because it costs thirty five, forty million to make. Uh, yeah, so, so you, made, you wonder how much some things. You know? <laughs> but but and that's the thing. Like, if it was more of like a like a black exploitation type of movie, I'd be like, uh, like whatever. I'm not like, it, you know, I'm not super 
I don't want to say I'm not into those because they, they can be funny. Um, but it, it wasn't, it was like, you know, it was definitely like sh- giving a message without being like too much on either side. Like yeah, it wasn't trying yeah. to be too funny, but it had to like put it in there or else you're going to watch a depressing two and a half hour movie. Yeah, and it the, couldn't the, go. The characters like, made it. Yeah. The characters made it good. And it had a couple like action scenes, like just like even the ending action scene was awesome. Which I was going to, uh, yeah, I was going to ask you, like, were you surprised how good the action scenes were? I was, I was, because like the the flashbacks, like I didn't even know that there was going to be that much action in the movie. Yeah. Because uh, when I read the description, I was like, all right, maybe they'll like run into some like I don't know, jungle like group like or just, something, yeah, like, like three guys or something. But they had the flashbacks, which were cool. Uh, yeah, and the end was like pretty cool. I mean, yeah, because they had the two, uh, I think, two modern time action scenes, and one of them was when the um, the Vietnam guy found them originally. And uh, they tried to take the the gold, and he got into it with uh, with Paul a bit, and then he like pulled the knife and tried to swipe him. Paul like disarmed him and stabbed him. The other guy Dude, into, he like, stabbed heart. him like twenty times. <laughs> I was like, damn. And then um, yeah, and then when they defend like the the temple uh, at towards the end and stuff, but yeah, I was surprised. I didn't think it was gonna have, or you know, at least those cheesy action scenes, which was like that's a grenade, and then it's like a explosion in the background. Yeah, the action, the modern action scenes actually seemed uh pretty realistic at least right? yeah because it was just like look if a guy's gonna fire a machine gun into like a group of eight guys like he'll probably hit like four of them so that's <laughs> how like they died like in the beginning right yeah uh except of course i mean it ends with you know the rich white guy always oh the uh has the, like the, a little uh genre no. pistol dressed genre, in genre no. yeah. i didn't I, I forgot too because i'm like i'm like oh what this guy looks familiar and i'm like oh is that is that the the what is it not the hitman for uh, the bodyguard no that was with uh he's he in a lot of shit he's that? in like 22 bullets yeah i'm trying to think it's Crimson. it's a popular uh yeah i'll google i'll google it now uh but he he had the nice white suit at the end yeah uh, he had the, the the white suit the custom like pistol with like a grenade yeah <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, Jean Jean Renault. It, it's it's gonna it's gonna I, drive me. Nuts. I looked at oh, yeah, his Ronan, Ronan. Yeah. I looked at his movies and I'm like, man, this guy was in a lot of bad stuff. Hey, don't don't hate <laughs> on him. Um, yeah, Ronan. Oh, Leon the Professional. There you go. Uh yes. Yeah, he was he was great in that. Wasn't Natalie Portman in that? Kid Nat- Natalie Portman. Kid, maybe. Uh, I don't remember, man. That was what ninety four, <laughs> right? Uh, I don't, I don't I know. So. Too, too old. I looked at it. I think it was ninety four. <laughs> uh, yeah, but did, so did you enjoy like the flashbacks and all the splicing of history and all that stuff? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. it like I, I try to, and not that I like judge movies like when I just watch them for no reason. Um, but I, uh, I do enjoy it. it like felt it felt relevant to like the movie and the theme and stuff. And he did it well too. I kind of like that grainy like you know uh flashback and like like you said it kind of had the depiction of like that's how they pictured it so it was kind of cool <laughs> yeah yeah i liked i liked it too i mean uh i feel like i almost learned something too during this movie a little, his- uh, little history yeah a little history because especially with the i mean vietnam war is not something i actually you know s- study or read about too much i just know it's depressing but i learned a l- little bit about you know the, like the importance of the african-american i guess um role in the war how many of them were there so that was pretty cool well yeah uh, just, i mean that just was nice a, to know 
just the one scene of the um the propaganda lady for the vietnam uh was saying about like like you said about the percentage of like the overall african americans in the u.s and then it's like the percentage of them that were sent to fight <laughs> yeah, yeah which was I, I didn't know i don't know how accurate that is but i i imagine spike lee didn't make that up because he tends to be you know or tries to be accurate with like his political and like his other themes and stuff so it was a little like eye-opening and also depressing so yeah yeah exactly so uh do, do, do you like uh where would you rank this as one of Spike's films? Did you would you consider it like one of his better ones? I mean, I know you probably haven't watched all of his, but at least for the most part, just gotta charge my. Uh... <laughs> uh, all right, you don't need it. I hear you good. Sorry. Yeah, I had to make sure it, it gave me the warning for a battery load. I'm like, oh, of course, good timing <laughs> for my headset, so I just had to throw the brick on. Um, as, yeah, as far as like, yeah, I definitely didn't watch all of them. Um, I don't have a, like, I like Spike Lee, but I don't, I wouldn't say I'm in love with like his style of movies. Um, honestly, yeah, same, my favorite same. movie was, uh, the inside man of his. And that's, that's probably even before I knew he was the one that directed it. Cause I just liked the movie. And I, and I think at the time I liked, uh, like I, I love Denzel Washington. Yeah. I don't think anyone. That was peak Denzel. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think anyone does it like that. And that was uh, was peak Denzel with peak Clive Owen. (laughs) Yeah, so exactly. So I'm like, I was already a kind of a a fan of uh, Clive Owen. And then I'm like, I'm always a fan of Denzel. So, (laughs) but then, yeah, it just happened to be. I saw that movie in theaters, man. Oh, did you? Yeah. (laughs) Which is like kind of a random movie to watch. But I was in the same boat as you. Like I was a fan of both of them at that time. Because I think at that time I saw like, for some reason, I really liked Clive Owen. I don't know why, <laughs> but yeah, well, for some reason, man. but he, I think he, um, also, if you, if you really like Clive Owen, you know, something that might restore your kind of love for him is, uh, he has a movie on Netflix. Um, no, I'm not watching so Clive Sam- Owen, Samurai movie or some nonsense, but <laughs> King Arthur, wasn't he in that one too? Uh, yeah. He played Which, King Arthur, but then they remade another one. Yeah. They're, uh, they, they have a, a few terrible ones but <laughs> he's actually in a episode of uh like curb your enthusiasm oh really and he plays like himself and he has like a solo play <laughs> and it's actually pretty funny like if you're if you liked clive owen i think that episode was uh was pretty solid and having cracking up <laughs> uh so uh let, let's get it to i guess um some of the we have just a few questions uh so some of our awards so what what is your saddest character death uh, d- definitely uh paul um just because i think his character his character showed like a lot of uh like both external and internal kind of struggles so it's kind of sad to see him like die at the end uh, and get like kind of gunned down by those vietnam uh troops or whatever or whoever they were guerrillas i don't know exactly I think they, they were just like hired were, henchmen, which yeah, you found out like later. That, right? yeah. I, I think uh, at first I thought they were just like a guerrilla force or something. Or something, yeah. But um, yeah, I think his was definitely like the saddest for me because you, you kind of felt for him, you know? Like he had like so many issues and he tried to do kind of what he thought was right. Um, and also it made it more so like sad because he was kind of okay. with, And you kind of mentioned it too about like they, they all kind of were okay with their potential you know demise and um at the end you know he he was definitely 
like okay with it. You could tell him with his uh his MAGA hat on. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was a big big Trump supporter. He said something about building uh, the wall right in the beginning. That of the was movie. In, in the yeah, one of the fla- and, and I laughed too because in the beginning they had like the flashback scene. It was one of you know Trump's random nonsense speaks and uh speeches and it was like the, the the black guy and it like it had his uh his eyes uh like uh, uh voided out or whatever you know with like the sensor bar and it was supposed to be paul like that's what they were like yeah. laughing about and i started laughing so much i forgot about that that was a good scene yeah um but yeah his his death was definitely uh the saddest for me yeah i i uh towards the end i was kind of like waiting for him to die um especially <laughs> just like in general uh, or like you like you ruined well, yeah that. well in general and like uh they gave him like that 20 minute monologue <laughs> like chopping through the jungle and like you just you know he's walking to his death yeah um and he's just like i'm like i that was when i was actually checking how much time was left in the movie <laughs> Me <too>. i was <laughs> I was like, he's like, he's like, I'm the motherfucker. Yeah, I, like I was like, I don't want to fast forward this because I like to not do that when we're gonna cover a movie. But uh, yeah, it's good. It's like it's been like five, ten minutes, man. Yeah, like, and they and they like went back to it. <laughs> like, and I was like, wait, he's still going. <laughs> so I would say uh, he was my saddest stuff. Um, but I I actually really liked um, what, what's my man's uh, Melvin, the the one oh, who jumped you? on the grenade. The, 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 the grenade. Yeah. That. Yeah was a confusing part too but um it's just like plot not not even plot armor i guess like plot death it was like he's charging the guy hiding behind like a little statue with like an automatic weapon he's like ah and then he throws the grenade short and he's like grenade and he jumps yeah. at it i'm like the grenade's like doesn't have every no one's near you like no, that was the thing that like surprised me I'm like yeah, no one's- I, I think he couldn't like stop his momentum that that's what i took it as because he he's yeah, like yeah. an older guy moving forward <laughs> I don't think he could have like jumped to, to the to, like, side a little or spin move like a LeBron like twist and shit. Like, <laughs> that's how I took it. Like may- maybe he had no choice but to jump on it at that point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, that, that was pretty sad. But it kind of reminded me a little bit of I guess the momentum forward. Yeah. I don't know if you've been watching news, but the the, the ramp gate that's going on right now with uh, that uh, it's trending uh, on Twitter with Donald Trump walking down a ramp. And apparently he was like going really slow because he was like scared to fall. But then at the <laughs> end he like speed runs really fast. So, so, so I took it. <laughs> I watched the video. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. He like kind of walks like Penguin from Batman Returns, and then he just like speed runs down. But um, yeah, that, that's what I took it as when Melvin was dying. Like he just couldn't God. stop his forward momentum. So he just said, "Fuck it, I got you guys." As, as my boy Will Smith would say, you know, all that momentum. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> there was a little bit of. Uh, I knew that was gonna happen. I didn't know who was it was gonna happen to. Because remember, in the beginning of the movie, uh, they like gave a shout out to the, that one soldier who did that for his platoon. Oh, he jumped who, on the grenade or whatever. Jumped on the grenade. Yeah. Once they said that, I was like, uh, foreshadow. I was like, who who's gonna get it? <laughs> who's gonna? <get> it? <laughs> um so who was your uh favorite character melvin melvin yeah i like <laughs> yeah. Melvin. like look i i i um i definitely like paul's character overall like i think he was the, the most well written and you know i guess what best portrayed or whatever but melvin was just he was just great to have in any scene like he was kind of like the i don't want to see the comedic relief but like kind of you know and he was and all the all the actors in it did like a great job but he was the one that just 
I don't know. I, every time he like opened his mouth, it was him saying like, would you guys shut up? Or like, you know, like something like that or she. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they were almost like a little bit of like the Ninja Turtles, I would think. Right. Like Otis was like Leo. <laughs> Melvin was definitely Michelangelo. I'd say Paul was Raphael, and uh, you know the, the guy who died first, Eddie. He he was Donatello. Cause now, you, now you say Spike Lee had that as a as a, vi- I think a vision. So. I think, yeah, like I think a... that was his vision. He was like, let me <laughs> cast these guys to be the equivalent Ninja Turtles. But yeah, even Melvin had the best scene where he. Uh, I think when they're talking about um, after Paul leaves to go on his own, when he had that like kind of breakdown, he wa- walks away and he starts crying and yelling and starts saying like, "I'm I'm the motherfucker," and like just like goes into the jungle like forest and stuff. Um, I think it was Otis who starts saying like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll give you a cut if you like help or whatever," and it's like, it's like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll give you one too." And the Melvin's like, "Damn, motherfucker, why don't you just put it on Craigslist?" <laughs> yeah yeah that, that was good and it's like dude like what else are we gonna do right yeah like, like so um what some of your favorite moments or your favorite moment what, what would you say uh i would say for sure the one when they were dividing the uh the gold and when melvin like kind of said like damn let's put on just put it on craigslist um it, yeah and then the i forget the one guy the the huskier white guy there who was like wait wait just oh, simon for, simon you know, yeah. just for our own uh Edificus or whatever, the, whatever the word he used, he was like, he was like, does that mean we get a uh, million dollars too? And like that, that whole scene was, and that's what I mean. Like it was a funny scene, but it it's it, it was happened like, like right after our boy Seppo got uh, blown up, right? <laughs> oh, and there, and it's like yeah, a funny scene, right? And after they just like killed a bunch of people and stuff. Yeah, and then Paul just like walked away into the wilderness with like a mental breakdown, you know? And it's just like, like it was just so weird the tone. But um, yeah, that was one of them. The the temple defense scene when they had like the gunfight there. That was that was awesome. Yeah, um, just yeah. because it was a cool action scene, and you know, I got to see my boy Jean Renault get jobbed out. Um, <laughs> I like the French accent you put on. Yeah, you like Jean. Um, and then um, any any scenes with uh, Norman like showing like the the, uh, the larger than life Norman Storm and Norman, right? Storm and Norman, yeah. 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 I checked the like Instagram handle after that to see how many people had it. There was a few. There was a few, but a lot of them I think had nothing to do with uh, the movement. <laughs> it was like a couple like just like white guys from like somewhere like yeah like Washington uh, State. A couple dads. Like. Yeah. They call me Storm and Norman. I race OCR races and no, but uh. <laughs> and, and mow lawns a lot. Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Some of my favorite scenes, I, I would say the flashbacks. Storm okay, and Norman yeah. were like good, like pretty much all of them. The, the action the one I liked, stuff. like the the opening when they first introduced them. Okay, uh, and I actually like um, the one where Paul kind of like broke down on the boat when they were oh, when, going uh, through, and the one guy's like, "Oh, you killed my chickens. father and mother." Yeah, and, uh, that was like really deep and like pretty because that showed you like the way they're viewed, right? Like, yeah, like as the, Vietnam the... vets, and it's like they get no love like anywhere, pretty much, right? Yeah, and that's and that sucks, man. And and that's what I mean. Like, it was it was hard to like I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was entertaining, but it was hard to like enjoy it a little too much because you're like, damn, this is like <laughs> I'm having a little mic difficulty. <laughs> yeah, kind of fell on mic, my face. mic drop. But um, yeah, I had some like like 
strong undertones, man. Like, like you said, it was like, all this guy wants is like some sort of acceptance and you know, you go somewhere and then it, you see like how deep the hatred runs even like there yeah. and how they're perceived. And yeah, that, that was a pretty heavy scene. Cause you could tell, like, as soon as he started saying that, like he, um, yeah, Paul was being like super defensive to the guy just trying to sell him chickens and like, just make a living, you know? And then you could see the guy was like, fuck you, man, you killed my parents, like asshole. And then he was like, I didn't kill anybody. You don't know me. And like, yeah, it was rough, but yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that was that was a good scene. Yeah, that was that was a good like performance, and uh, the ending scene it was awesome too. the The whole temple was pretty cool, and it had like it still had like a feel good ending, which I like. I like movies having feel good endings. Oh uh, like, yeah, I'm glad at least like Otis came out of that, um, and the way they like divvied up the money at the end. Like I, I, I'm I'm good. I'm all about feel good endings. Yeah, because I think one happened. was like two million to the black like uh, Black Lives Matters. Um, organization yeah. that's supporting that and then and i think the lamb. other oh yeah the three million to like the lamb which is like a landmine uh survival uh thingy i forget the yeah, yeah victims of landmine like or i forgot what is the yeah, loving, I, I, loving something something yeah but basically people who are the victims of like landmines in those uh countries i think specifically in vietnam is where they were focused that's why they were there which is like that was one part i thought i was confused because I, re- I really didn't pay attention to like who those three people were so oh, i thought really it was gonna be like some rambo like mercenary type shit and like like take the gold from them or something but i'm like oh no they were just actually going to their camp like looking yeah, for yeah. Did, did you uh look up who um well, one of my favorite moments too was Seppo getting blown up. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> but uh, did did you did you look up who Seppo was as no. an actor? No, I didn't. Uh, well, he was in Black Klansman also, which is uh, Spike Lee. But he uh, he looked familiar. So like, uh, I saw Black Klansman actually this week just because I was like, I'm gonna watch this one. But uh, wait, what the fuck's his name? Oh, he's Hafton the Black. Hafton the Black from from uh, Vikings. Oh, really? Yeah. He's uh, he's like the the guy's brother, where it's like two brothers. Yeah, yeah the and one, one of them uh, I think became like king or wanted to be king or something. Well, didn't he kill him or? Yeah, yeah. So, and then he went to side with uh, Bjorn, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they end up fighting, and then the brother kills him, I think, or yeah. the other brother kills him. So he's like Vikings. a Finnish yeah. actor. So he actually got popular because <laughs> Vikings, and then Spike Lee just scooped him up for two movies. Sure. But yeah. <laughs> But I'm like, man, that guy was pretty awesome in Vikings. Uh, and then he just gets blown up, and he's a little bitch in this. Well, did you? Did you? See, well, he did have like that awesome, like fucking heel kick that he did uh, to that the one true. guy when he surprised. ran away. I was like, I was like, this guy, damn, this guy's trained, man. Like, but um, yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought of fucking <laughs> heel kicking and running like that. He was pretty quick. Yeah, his. Uh, I'm not. I wasn't sure about the strategy, but the execution wasn't bad, man. <laughs> Nine out of ten. <laughs> run yeah. a straight line like no uh, <laughs> you have like jungle to the right jungle to the left and like obstacles in the middle you you find the only area which is like a clear ground and just run straight through <laughs> yeah whatever. Well, but whatever yeah, yeah yeah i wonder if uh a lot of that area is still filled with landmines though i'm sure it probably is probably right? yeah i didn't do any research on that part nah, but yeah it's too, I'll, uh, I'll take Seppo's word for it. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, the best performance. Who would you give it to? I think there was a lot of good ones, but I think um, Paul, uh, for me, takes it. Uh, Delroy Lindo. Uh, I think he kind of killed it in this. 
Yeah, he definitely had the most to like work with, I feel like. And yeah, like you said, he he killed it. He was he was great. Like like I fell for him. You know, I got a little emotional in certain scenes and stuff. He was definitely good. Um I would say for sure Paul and then as a second definitely Norman as a Norman, Norman. as like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, as like the strong charismatic like larger than life leader that they kind of needed and they all like respected. Um yeah, he was—he yeah. wasn't in a ton of this, in ton of a ton of scenes, but all the scenes he was in, he was—he was awesome. So I'd like to see him be leading man some more if he—if if he can. Yeah, I like Chadwick Boseman. Um, yeah, it's funny though because some of his other movies, I actually like him more than what he's known for, right? Well, like, I think uh, he's, he's uh, known for Black Panther, but he had that other one that was on Netflix. That Masters to the King is that he's in that one, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that one was the Netflix one. Yeah, which was really good. I thought that one was really good, and uh, not many people talk about that movie. But uh, that movie, if people want to check out a good movie, yeah, uh, "Message from the King." It's on. It, you can find it on Netflix. Um, yeah, I just I checked real quick just to make I think, sure. I, I think it was a direct to Netflix uh, uh, movie. Came out like maybe like right after Black Panther. I think two thousand. Yeah, two thousand sixteen. Yeah, ne- Netflix released the film, or on, maybe right before. I guess. Yep, Netflix released it on 2017. It premiered at like the Toronto International Film Festival, end of 16. So yeah, that's a great movie if you want to watch uh, Chad Chadwick Boseman. Um, he's the star in it. There's some cool action scenes. Yeah, and um, yeah, I like that one. That was cool. Yeah, I like that one too. And uh, I think uh, Spike did a good job just like casting in general because uh, oh, yeah. I was looking at um. I think on like wiki i mean i don't know how accurate the where they're pulling the information but apparently like sam jackson was like supposed to maybe play in it and uh I, I, giancarlo you... esposito who plays okay, like okay. gus from bringing bad yeah, yeah, yeah like i think they dropped out but i'm like it kind of worked better with these guys because uh besides i guess like otis he's um he's in a couple things recently he's he was like in his dark materials on hbo but like he's from the wire and so it was uh melvin right yeah, and uh, they they actually cast like French actors to be French, uh, you know, Seppo <laughs> who's finished to play like a Finnish guy, like yeah. and uh, Vietnamese, like they got a lot of Vietnamese actors as well. Uh, Which, so I thought that was like really a good job in Spike's part. Like, yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm always an advocate of if you're gonna have a movie with, you know, take place in a different like country or region or whatever, you should probably have like people of that region act in it <laughs> yeah yeah just it brings like a level of authenticity i guess to me um also i just think it's a little weird when you know you have like an asian movie and you have matt damon in it or something you know so <laughs> like, <laughs> you know yeah, that movie will never get out <laughs> oh man i will never let that i've ever seen the trailer of that shit what was that called like the great, great wall, wall i think yeah, right? yeah. Um, and it's like with matt damon's face on the yeah, great wall matt, matt damon and um the uh the guy from Narcos and Triple Frontier. Oh, um, uh, that guy. Yeah, so you got a Hispanic guy and a yeah, and Matt, one of the Damons. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, I think he did a great job casting. I couldn't imagine Sam Jackson. I imagine he would have been in uh, Paul. He would have been Paul's character. I think so. I I couldn't, ima- I couldn't imagine. <laughs> you know, like- imagine him saying, "I am the motherfucker." <laughs> well, that would have been that, <laughs> that would have been, been, I guess, great. good. But like, 
it's not something we haven't heard from him before. So, you know, like, you could probably, he just says that, like, walking around the street when people are trying to take pictures, like, I am the motherfucker. But, uh, yeah, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm glad that they went with this <laughs> cast, though, so. But, I mean, that that's pretty much all we got for, for this episode. Um, I guess, um, do you know what we're doing? I don't know. We got a deep dive, I think. We might have to do an oldie again next yeah, week. Yeah, um, we, need, we need a feel-good movie, man. Nothing nothing political so hopefully something in space or some shit um yeah I, speaking of space i was watching um ad astra on hbo that the one just one came with, out uh, brad pitt yeah i was gonna say okay yeah i haven't finished it yet i got like 30 more minutes but it's it's all right i mean uh, is it <laughs> it's like it's trying to be like you know i don't know I mean, one of those movies like trying to be a little deeper than what it really than is. it would actually who's the who's the his dad in it the guy uh, with the old Tommy face. Lee Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's good. I like him. I, I mean, the movie's entertaining. I like these kind of movies because it's like takes place in the future. Yeah. And it's like we have like tunnels, subway <laughs> system in the moon now. Like I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. But like the actual movie is <laughs> like good. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, but, you still gotta watch the Expanse, man. I know we, you know. I know, man. There's, there's, I got. There's I got, bad things going on with uh, Overlord Bezos over here, but yeah you, you know what good. it was it, i started watching it when we were at work okay uh, because i was like going down on like the spin bike or the yeah. treadmill but and now that like i'm not doing that shit like yeah yeah that's that's the elliptical is where i watch my uh because i have one at home so that's where i've been watching my movies and stuff but i actually yeah, been watching less tv during this time you know like doing other yeah. things likewise because yeah. i guess like when you're done with work going to the office and come back from a terrible commute you want to like sit down and watch some tv or something yeah now it's uh, like oh man i've just been sitting at home all day let me like work out or something or, yeah like, exactly do some gardening you like, know, let me go uh, pull some weeds out in the front you know? yeah hey man yard, <laughs> yard work is hard work man but uh yeah yeah sure. I, I would definitely recommend the i don't know why we're recommending the expanse now but that's where we're at but um yeah the expanse was great i forget what season is the latest season three or four I would say, man. No, I think they made five. Whichever was the most recent season, just (laughs) skip it, end it. Kind of do what I recommend doing with Lost and watch seasons one through four. And then once they get off the island, spoiler, just cut it. That's that's canon. And just just go to another show. Nice. I'll watch it like that then. (laughs) I'll watch it like that. There's also a good magic show on Netflix. Magic show? yeah it's like um, i think they're on like season three or something no it's a guy like walks around the streets and he does like it's a good like 15 (laughs) to 20 minutes an episode those they're perfect like i'm just gonna have it on Uh, for like a few hours while i like do stuff around the house it's not like those uh those videos you see like trending where it's like some guy pretends like to break someone's phone and then the person wants to fight them and like throws no, punches. No, 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 no. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I see those videos and I'm like, man, is that is that how like people get upset over it? like phones? Like, I don't know. Some guy broke my phone and be like, yeah, dick. What, like, are you gonna give me a new one? Like, yeah. Like- <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know if I'd like fight someone, but I'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, kind of surprised, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like, wait, is this a joke? And if not, I'd be like, can I? Can you get me a new phone? Like, what the fuck was that for? You know, like, there has to be a reason. Like, but yeah, I've seen videos of that where, like, the guy pretends to break the phone and then, like, you see the guy fucking coming barreling down, like, you motherfucker, I am the motherfucker. And just, but, uh, <laughs> speaking of, uh, watching videos, I fell into, uh, I forgot what I was watching on YouTube, but, you know, like, on the side, they have, like, random videos. Yeah. It was, like, a compilation of, uh, Karen's. 
<laughs> like, yeah, so it's Ka- like Karen's complaining compilation. Yeah, Ka- and I Karen's, think I saw like um, three of them, and they were like uh, each one was fifteen. So, so apparently, <laughs> it, it shouldn't it shouldn't joke about it, but you know, there's another epidemic going on, and that's the uh, Karen epidemic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, pandemic. Uh, yeah, um, it's just basically what like older, cra- not even older, just like crazy. Uh, it's basically know, white women. White women. Um, <laughs> overreacting or overreacting over everything and yeah. uh, not even overreacting just like causing problems like oh, yeah yeah like, like there was one you... where i think it was um two guys that were trying to get out of their parking spot like in a parking lot uh, and i think it was they parked in a business that was closed mm. but i think there was like an event or something so they parked there <laughs> um so they were leaving and like some woman like uh, they were like too young yeah, African American guys. Yeah, and uh, some woman like just got in front of the car and wouldn't let them leave, and she was like calling her husband over. She's like, "You don't belong here," and they're like, "We're trying to leave. Like, <laughs> like this is our car." Like, um, but yeah, and then like, yeah, it's yeah, exactly. Yeah, what you said. I, just causing a problem when there isn't one. Why well, I, I saw one uh, recently where it was uh, one a lady. She's like, "This guy's stalking me, even though he's the mailman. I know he's stalking me." And she like walks up to the mail truck, and like the guy's like sorting through his mail. And she's like, "Can you stop following me?" And he's like, "What? Are you talking to me?" And he's like, "Yeah, you. You're stalking me. I'm gonna call the police." He's like. I don't even know you. You're crazy. He's like, what's your badge number? What's your name? He's like, what's your name? I'm not giving you my name. How dare you? And I'm like, oh my God, this is terrible, man. But um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, good, mean, it's good quality stuff though. It's good, it's good wholesome content. <laughs> hey, you know what? There's nothing much on television right now. If like, you need to is, laugh, this uh, is what happens a Karen when, compilation. Uh, when people can't watch sports and shit. People uh, come up they, with Karen compilations. and uh, They make their own highlights. They give <laughs> yeah. people credit it's like yeah instead of house of highlights it's just gonna be like house of karens and just like a bunch of karen uh karen hey, compilations you just came up with a great instagram handle. i know i know we might uh might have to delete <laughs> this part and then, or just take it right now. i might actually take that right now house of you karens <laughs> well, let me check if that's available that all, right. <laughs> all right man well, well we'll uh chat next week but uh yeah we'll take you want to take it danny yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely find uh, something to watch. Like I said, some wholesome or at least uh, violent and not relevant to anything going on <laughs> this time. Maybe a Starship Troopers three. Um, oh, yeah, no. yeah, but you can follow us at uh, od underscore stream on Instagram. Uh, check out our YouTube at od stream. Like I said, uh, videos will be coming up. Um, just gotta sort through some stuff. But if you want a different way of viewing the um, viewing and listening to podcasts you can check us out there and just like and subscribe anyway that'll be uh that'll help us out but um yeah we'll we'll let everyone know we're coming up with next week and uh we'll have this one up soon yeah man and uh just checking uh real quick house of karen's is taken house of karen is not oh and the house of karen's is like actually a karen something Oh, is it? It's is a it real like, person. It's, uh, it's like a boutique store or something. Like, <laughs> all right, man. It was good chatting. I'll uh, yeah. see. You, I'll see you next week. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.